0: Hi you guys, it's Yaz. If you have a dating or relationship question or you need an opinion on something, go to the link in the bio and ask a question and get a personalized video sent back to you. It's in the link tree slash the game exposed and you could ask a question and get a personalized video confidentially sent to you um, answering your question. Hi, you guys, it's Yaz, and today I want to talk about the weed, at, weed out in the beginning. Who to weed out and who, who to keep around, because it's like this, you've got to weed through so many people today in the dating world, because there's so many insincere people out there that are all looking for some kind of benefit, okay? The majority are not there looking for love, Okay a lot of them are in relationships already or they have situationships and you don't know it some of them uh are not looking for anything serious they may tell you they're not looking for something serious or they may you know they may uh tell you they are looking for something serious and lie so you have a you have you know people looking for hookups you have people looking to scam you, you have people looking to move into your house, you have people looking to get over on you financially. It's a whole pit of you know, people out there that are trying to get something, okay? And the people that are out there really trying to meet somebody. They're they're put into this p- melting pot where there's so many people that are not there looking for what you're looking for, and you've got to be able to weed these people out. Because if you don't, these people are going to suck you in and manipulate you, try to use you for something. So we're going to talk about red flags, okay? Red flags to weed out somebody. Now, what's a red flag? Okay, here's one of the big red flags when you're starting to date. When somebody tells you they're looking for a friend, okay. Oh, I love that one. I'm uh, looking for a friend. Okay, that's nice. You know, I came on a dating app looking for a friend. What a joke, all right? It's like that equals friend with benefits. I'm basically looking to have sex with you, but I don't want anything else from you. I just want to use you because I don't feel like going out and paying for a hooker. So I'm looking for a friend, okay? So that's how you got to interpret that, all right? Because they're not looking to be your best friend, okay? The other thing, another red flag, is in the beginning, we're talking in the beginning, the first day or two, the first day, second day, third date, if they start to talk about anything like calling you girlfriend, talk about marriage, or anything like that, in the very beginning, delete and block that person. Delete and block that person. That person's going to waste your time. That is somebody who's out to fool you, okay? Because a normal person that's actually looking to meet somebody is not going to be talking about these things. They're not going to be talking about like, oh, you could be my future girlfriend. Or, yeah, you know, I I could see us, you know, having a nice wedding. Or Anybody who talks like that in the very beginning you know, the first couple of conversations or even like the first week or second week or anything like that, delete and block. This person is going to waste your time. Don't um, believe me when I tell you. Okay. Because if you don't listen to me and you go through it, you're going to see what I'm talking about and you're going to waste your time. So when you're dealing with a clown, you, the way, the best way to deal with a clown is to just get rid of them. Okay. You don't argue with them. You don't, you know, try to one up them because they're not worth your fucking time. All right. That's how you got to look at it. Your time is valuable and you're not going to give your time to somebody that is trying to fool you. Okay. So no need to even say anything. Just block them. Goodbye. Bye-bye. All right. And this is how you have to be. And the problem is this is one of the biggest problems in dating. You're believing everything that's coming out of these people's mouths. You do not know these people. I've said this so many times. You do not know these people. There are very good actors, very good con men, con women. It goes the other way too, that are out there that know how to manipulate. They're going to size you up. They're going to try to figure out what kind of person you are. They're going to try to figure out, you know, where you tick or what you're lacking, or are you an empath, or are you somebody looking for affection? Are you somebody who's vulnerable? If you're a vulnerable person, you're going to be a target for these people. In other words, if you're somebody that's very lonely, you're going to be a target for these people, okay? So never put yourself in a position where you feel that desperate to always, you know, feed into the bullshit because that's what they're going to be looking they're going to be this is where we talk about the love bombing anybody says to you they love you in the first or second month even that is a huge red flag you got to watch out okay because they don't know you they don't know you long enough to love you in order to love somebody you got to know who that fucking person is and they don't know who you are yet so watch out for that these are all your clues you guys Anybody that's super, super charming. Anybody who is overly nice. Now, this has a fine line, okay? Because people can be nice, but then there's people that are over the top nice. And this is when your gut comes into play. This is when your gut is telling you, boy, they're they're overly concerned. Oh, they're really going out of their way for me. Uh, this way or that way and everything else. They're being so damn nice. You got to ask yourself, why is this person being so nice to you when they don't even know you? Okay. Nobody's that nice. All right. Let me say it again. Nobody's that nice to somebody that they don't know well. Okay. So trust your gut. The gut never lies the way people do. So if you're dealing with somebody and they're overly charming, overly nice, watch out. You're dealing with a narcissist. Okay. What believe me when I tell you you are. Okay. Now, another thing that I want to bring up when we talk about, you know, red flags in the beginning. Anybody obviously bring up anything financial. They talk about you and them building a business together or something like that. They bring any of that up within the first three months. They're an opportunist. Your flag is up. Bye-bye. Okay? Anybody brings up anything about let's move in together within the first three months, they're looking for a place to stay. Watch out. They're looking to mooch off you and live off you. Okay? These are the bums out there or, you know, female and male that try to get over. I I had a a guy friend of mine that happened to him. The first time he started talking to this chick, she was talking about moving into his house with a bunch of kids and her her kids and everything. He's like, are you kidding me? So this is what I'm trying to tell you. These people, you know, it's not dating. It's what can you do for me? What do you got to offer me? So what I'm going to do is I'm either going to, you know, you know if it's a female trying to you know fool a male she's going to put out all that sexual stuff to reel him in and hook him okay this happened to a friend of mine i had mentioned this on a prior podcast he went to go meet this chick in the city he thought he was going to get down with her he goes to the city thinking he's going to go there have some great sex with her and guess what there's a guy there with a pistol that sticks him up and robs his wallet. So this is what I'm trying to tell you. You got to be careful out there because you have a lot of people that are doing these kind of things, all right? And that's, you know, when we talk about, you know, women trying to get over on a man. Now, a man trying to get over a woman, it could be for sex, or it could be uh, they're looking for something financial out of you. And especially this happens to a lot of the single moms, it happens It happens to single dads too, the other way, and it also happens to a lot of older women. You get a lot of the these dudes that figure okay she's older she's you know she's desperate or whatever. I'll just lay on the love bombing once I hook her, you know I'm gonna see what I'm gonna get out of her, so this is what I'm telling you if somebody if somebody's overly nice and they don't know you a long time you better, you better watch out. You better watch out. Okay. I'm telling you, because that person probably doesn't have good intentions. Okay. And the other thing you have to look at is that person's situation. If they're in an unstable situation, in other words, they're, they're, they're living at their mother's house. Okay. Prime example, somebody That's over 35, over 40, and they're living with their mother, okay? Or they're living with a parent. They're not living independently, okay? And one of the biggest common things that they'll say, and this actually happened to my girlfriend, she was talking to some dude that she met on a dating app. I warned her about the dating apps. The guy was 50 years old, and he told her that his mother is living with him because the father died classic lie, classic lie. Okay. It's more like the other way around. He was living with his mother. So this is what I'm trying to say. Do not believe what comes out of these people's mouths. I don't care how convincing they sound. Words mean nothing. You don't know that person. You've got to look into that person. You've got to do a background check on that person and see what they're about. Not only that, Not only that, you guys, in this big dating pool that you're in and you're meeting these random people, strangers off the street, you are dealing with some, some dangerous cats out there. You're dealing with some criminals, a lot of pedophiles, pedophiles. If you're a single parent, you've got to worry about these people because you don't know if, you know, you, you never want to bring them around your kids. Okay. Okay. Not until you know somebody a year or something like that, at least six months to a year. And even then you want to check this person out and make sure that, you know, you're not dealing with somebody that could, you know, put your kids in jeopardy. And there's a lot of them out there and they target, okay, they target single women with kids. All right. Most of the time it happens like that. So this is why I'm trying to tell you, if somebody is overly, overly nice, watch out, okay? Now, the other thing, another red flag you got to watch out for is you've got to listen to their conversations. Now, one of the things, one of the biggest bullshit things that people say today is, why can't people be real? You know, why do they got to lie? Why can't they just say if they're looking for sex or they're looking for a hookup? And then they sit there and they're talking to you and they're agreeing with you. Yeah, no, I know. I get that all the time. Isn't it ridiculous? You know, we're grown. People should just be able to say what they're like. If somebody starts telling you something like that, watch out. You're dealing with Somebody who thinks they're slick, all right? And this is what they do. This is what they do. They're going to try to portray that they're not like these other guys, okay? That they're a real one. So, this is one of the red flags that you got to watch out. I've said this before in a prior podcast. One of the things they always say is, I'm not like these other guys. That's a classic player line, classic, you guys. So don't fall for that shit because if they're saying that, they are like those other guys. Believe me, because somebody that's a real one doesn't need to say that. That's somebody that's trying to convince you. And that brings me to my other point. If somebody is trying to win your trust really quick, really fast in the beginning, that is a red flag. That person is trying to fool you. So you want to watch out for these people that are trying to get your trust too quickly. Okay. Because trust is earned over a period of time. Time is the way that you will know whether somebody is a real one or somebody is a fake one, not by what comes out of their mouth. Okay. Because some of the biggest, greatest actors can convince you, you know, they are what you've been looking for. Oh, they're so charming. Oh, They're telling me everything I want to hear. They're they're so down to earth. Oh, they were on the phone with me all night and we had these deep conversations and everything like that. Okay, great. How long do you know them? One fucking week? That doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean anything, all right? Listen to what I tell you. Not everybody is truthful out there, okay? We all know that. If you've been out in the game, you know what the game is. You know that people... You know, you're going, not everybody is as honest and truthful as you. You've got a lot of snakes out there and this is what you got to weed through. All right. So that's why you have to move slowly with somebody. Because what I always say is in time, the mass comes off because the fake ones can't keep it up. Okay. A liar always shows themselves believe me when I tell you, okay, a liar always shows themselves. You know why? You know why? Because when you're a liar, you've got to have a good memory, all right? Like Judge Judy always says, and it's true. When you're a liar, you got to have a good memory, and these people don't, okay? Because it's not the truth, not the truth. And you're going to see it. You're going to see little red flags in the stories that they tell you over time. And this is, this is what you have to do when you're out there and you're trying to weed through these people. You've got to listen, listen, listen to what comes out of their mouths because the biggest, their biggest problem is that they expose themselves. Okay. And if you're a shrewd person and you listen to these people, you could almost see through them just by what comes out of their mouths. Okay. So you have to listen because they're going to say things that don't sound right, that's going to make your gut feel a certain way. And you're going to say to yourself, they sound great and everything like that, but something just doesn't feel right something doesn't feel right. Well, you know why your your gut is telling you it doesn't feel right? Because it's not right because you're dealing with a fake one and you better trust that gut. I can't say that enough. That's probably one of the best advice I could give you in life. One of the best is to trust your gut, okay? Because that's your your own intuition telling you that things are not adding up and making sense, okay? So this is where these people, they try, especially the narcs, okay, when they start to see that you're seeing through their mask, they, that's when they the real gaslighting comes into effect. That's where they're gonna they they're are going to double talk and they're gonna say, No, no, that's you, you're taking it the wrong way, or you're sensitive, or you're crazy, or you you misread me, or I didn't say that, or I don't know what you're talking about. These are all the things, the ways they gaslight you, okay? Like, oh, we had a good one. We had we had a guy in a group, this this girl. In the group comes in the group right, and she says, her her husband texted her something. He was supposed to leave work right, and he texts her something like, "Oh, you know, uh, I told my wife or something like that, that you know." I was going to work late. I can't wait to see you, sexy, and everything like that. Like, can't wait to spend some time and get down with you or something to that effect, right? But what this guy did is he actually accidentally sent this text to his wife, okay? Instead of his side piece, the girl that he was having sex with and cheating on his wife with, and then when the wife confronted him, He gaslighted her. He gaslighted her. And guess what he said? This is a classic lie, you guys. He ended up saying to her, Oh, that's just a joke. I was just playing a joke. I was just trying to get you jealous. I just play a joke. And we told her. We said that is, that is not a joke. People don't, guys don't play jokes like that, okay? The last thing they want to do is cause suspicion in their woman's mind. So they're not going to play a joke like that. He was gaslighting you. He messed up, okay? That text was sent to you accidentally. All right. And this is what he was doing. He was gaslighting her. He was causing her confusion to the point where she was asking us, well, do you think it was a joke? Do you know? This is what they do. They want to create doubt in your brain. All right. Don't let them do that, and some of them are very good manipulators, and very good at twisting words to the point where you sit there, and you 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 you're, uh, you, you don't even know if you're thinking straight anymore, because they've got so many stories. But see, this is the thing. This is the thing with the gaslighter. They. When they go on and on and on and on and they're trying so hard to convince you, guess what? That's how you know they're they're gaslighting you. And plus the other thing too is stick to the facts. Stick to the facts. It's like being in a courtroom. You stick to the facts, okay? Because the facts don't lie. And it's the same thing with gaslighting, okay? So this is what I'm trying to tell you. You have to watch out for all these kind of things when you're dealing with people, you know, that try to, um, you know, give you the bullshit and try to double talk you and try to create doubt in your brain. You've got to be able to recognize this. And the best thing that you could do is to educate yourself on narcissism and all these kind of tactics that they use, Okay. The manipulation, the love bombing, then once they hook you, the devaluation—they devalue you, and they start to criticize you. And then, when they've gotten everything out of you, then they disregard—they discard you rather, or you end up discarding them because you find them at that they—they they, you know, they're not real or they're cheating, which m- most of them do. Okay. So this is what I'm trying to tell you and be aware of. Now, let me get back to the point that I'm trying to make. The best thing you can do, you guys, is to educate yourself to all these type of things. But getting back to the weed out in the beginning, when you start to meet somebody, okay? The thing is, the very in the very beginning, the conversation and the text that you have with these people, you know they're gonna be very nice in the beginning. They're always nice in the beginning, but you know a lot most of them fall off the wayside because they're talking to multiple people or they're already in a relationship or a situationship, so they're not gonna be focused on you. so when you're dealing with somebody and you're seeing that they're flaky. Or, you know, they text you, then you text them back right away, and then you don't hear from them for like over an hour when you started to text them, that is somebody who's going to waste your time, okay? That is somebody who's going to waste your time because it's about respect. And if they're not showing you respect in the beginning, do you really think they're going to show you respect down the road? No, okay? No, they're showing you that they're not valuing you, okay? They wouldn't do that to their boss, right? But they're doing it to you because they don't value you. So when you see somebody and you're giving that person your time, and then this person all of a sudden falls off, in other words, you text them and they just kind of disappear and they decide they're going to pick up on the conversation like the next day or five hours later or whatever, that is somebody that you don't waste your time with, okay? Because somebody who's respectful, even if they were busy, because you're not in a relationship with them, so they don't owe you that they have to check in with you. But the respectful thing would be like, uh, you know, I have an event tonight or I have something I've got going on. Can I, you know, get back to you tomorrow? Okay, something to that effect. And this is what I'm trying to tell you. When you deal with people, you've got to look at it like this. Somebody who's worth your time is somebody who respects your time. So they're going to treat you with respect. All right. And somebody who is a zero is not going to do that. And these are how you weed out. The way you look at it is you say to yourself, would they do that to their boss? Would they just fall off in the middle of a conversation and get back to their boss, you know, the next day or two days later? No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. Because they want to get paid and they, they have to respect their boss. And it should be the same way with you in the sense that they're trying to get to know you. And, you know, people that know to do the right thing will do that and other people won't. And this is how you weed out, you know, potential to people that waste your time. Okay? The zeros. Zeros you don't even bother with. Anybody that ghosts you, by the way, they are n- delete, block delete block. If they're ghosting you and especially in the beginning, you're wasting your time. You're wasting your time. And and if you hang in there, you will see that I'm right. Believe me when I tell you, okay? So, that was another thing the way you weed out through these people. They have to get on the phone. Somebody who doesn't get on a phone is somebody who's in a relationship, okay? They got to be consistent get on the phone and all of that. But see, it's very difficult today because we live in a hookup culture and you have people that are just jumping around and, and you know, touch base, this, that, that. So you have to keep weeding through. It, it depends on how much energy you have to do with this or how much time you want to go through this. If you want to go through hundreds and thousands of people, this is why I say, you know, try to stay off those dating apps because those dating apps have gotten so bad. They're so bad, you guys. I mean, who. I see what they say in the groups and what's going on and everything like that. Like I told you, years ago, you could meet somebody on a dating app. And today, meeting somebody on a dating app is like winning Powerball, okay? You probably have a better chance winning Powerball than meeting somebody on a dating app because you have people on there. A lot of the, the majority of the people on the dating apps are not there looking for relationships. So that's not where you should be, okay? Okay. I mean, it should be a last resort and you, it's a weed out and you don't go rush and meet these people right away because you don't know who they are. You don't know who these people are. And I've done podcasts on this and I don't want to like repeat over, you know, how you should handle all that because go back to my prior podcast. I did it on dating rules and everything like that. But, you know, you just want to live your life and get busy in your life, try to, you know. Network, 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 friends, family, get out, interest groups, take a class, you know, be in a social setting. Where you put yourself is going to make a difference in what you meet. Oh, I can't. This is so important. Where you hang out and put yourself around is going to make a difference in what you end up meeting. All right. So the key is To be focused and put yourself, not even just to meet somebody, but to the fact that you want to better your life. You don't want to be around people that are gonna drag you down. And what what do I mean by that? If you're a very successful or you're an ambitious person, you wanna be around other people that are ambitious. Okay. They don't have to be rich, but they have to, you know, they have to be on the ball. Right? Or they have to have some drive or ambition. And if you put yourself in a place where the people there uh have no ambition or anything like that, what do you think you're gonna be surrounded by? And then what what are you gonna do when somebody comes up to you? Oh, they're very nice and everything, but you know, they they don't want to go look for a job. Well, look where you put yourself. You put yourself in the wrong place around the wrong people, and this is what you're gonna meet. This is what I'm trying to tell you. I know it's not easy, believe me. I know it's not easy, but, you know, you've, you you want to do it also for yourself that, you know, you want to progress in your life. You don't want to be set back in your life. You want to move forward, all right? Even if it's not for a relationship, just to make friends or, you know, business associates or anything like that. You want to put yourself in the right places around the right people. This is key, all right? And this is what people don't do. People are more concerned on the superficial. In other words, they're more concerned on the attractiveness, the lust. Oh, they're so hot. Oh, they're this. Yeah, okay. That's great if you're just looking to jump in the bed with them. But then what? Then what are you going to do with this person, Okay. And especially if you're somebody who's looking for some, something more than just a hookup. All right. You have nothing in common with this person. You're in different places in your life or, you know, you, you're not, you're not on the same, you're not in the same place. Okay. You want to find people that you have things in common with. All right. So that, that's very important very important. You want to be around people you have things in common with because then you could relate and build connections and a bond with that person, all right? If you don't have anything in common with them, where's the connection there? It's just a lust thing then, right? So you're just lusting them, they're lusting you and everything like that, okay? And then after that lust wears off cuz lust is not something that lasts, right? This is this is where people get messed up too. They meet somebody, they're very nice, they go out a couple times, they have a great time, they're lusting every each other, but then they have nothing to talk about. Why? Because they have nothing in common, or they can't relate to, they have different interests, or they're coming from different places in their lives, or something like that. And the relationship just kind of dies off, because there's nothing left for them to build that emotional connection. Okay. Now, another thing I want to bring up too, which is a common player line that a lot of players try to use on you and watch out for this is that they'll say, Oh, well, I want a woman who makes love to my mind. Okay. They must all go to the same school of bullshit because I've heard that a million times. So when somebody tells you something like that, because a lot of them watch the coaching videos and everything like that, and I think they tell them, oh, make sure you tell a woman you're looking for a woman that makes love to your mind. Okay? Anybody who comes out and tells you something like that, they are full of shit. All right? they Then you know, okay ding, ding, this cat listened to some video on YouTube or something like that. And he thinks he's being slick. All right. Because a normal person doesn't talk like that. All right. This is what I'm trying to tell you. You know, you have to be careful because you're not the only one listening to podcasts or listening to coaches about how to date and how to be in a relationship. They are too. As a matter of fact, I've had people contact me. Narcs, narcissists have contacted me and said to me, Oh, I love listening to your podcast because it helps me to learn how to manipulate the women even more. Okay? So this is this is what I'm trying to tell you. You've got people out there, you got players out there and and other like dudes or females or whatever that are out there that listen to these coaches on how to manipulate as well. And they're going to say whatever they can say to win you over. All right. And it doesn't matter what comes out of their fucking mouth. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to repeat that 3,001 times. All right. Because some people are just too gullible. Doesn't matter, because what you're going to do is you're going to put these people through a trial, period. In other words, they could be terrific month one. They could be terrific month two. They could be terrific month three. When we get into month four, we start to take them a little serious, but not completely serious. Then month five, then month six. In other words, what I'm trying to tell you is, you the only way you you're gonna know what that cat is is to wait it out wait it out because I've had people that thought they met the one okay and this was only in the first three months and guarantee it (coughs) excuse me it's usually by month one or month two but it could go to month three It's where the the mask comes off and they, they can't believe that this person turns into a totally different person. Okay, what happened to that loving person that was so caring for them, that was willing to do everything for them, that was on the phone with them 24 hours? Now, all of a sudden, this person is indifferent to them. This person doesn't care. This person is running hot and cold. I'll tell you what happened to that person. That's still the same person, only at the end of the relationship is the true core of that person, not the beginning of the relationship. Listen to what I'm telling you. At the end of three months, not even three months, because listen, after three months, you don't know them completely either. You know, it takes time. It takes a good year, two years to really get a feel for somebody, all right? Like I told you guys in the past, there's people that married people and there was still a lot of stuff they didn't know about that person, all right? So it's, it's a progression, but you will see, you know, after a few months who that person is, because that mask will definitely drop because they're going to put their guard down. And once they feel that they've got you and they hook you, that's when you're going to see the true core of them come out. And this is typical of narcissistic people. All right. They don't have to be a narcissist though. There's a lot of people that are, you know, that aren't narcs, that are actors as well. So, you know, this is what I'm talking about. People that try to manipulate you for something. So you have to take your time with it, okay? Now, another way you weed out these people, and this is the obvious one, is if they make any kind of sexual innuendo whatsoever in any which way in the beginning, okay? In the first month, all right? They say something, oh, I want to lick you. Oh, I want to give you a massage. Anything like that. Oh, I wish I was laying in bed, you know, rubbing your feet or whatever they say. And they don't know anything about you. And you haven't dated them at least six times or more. You know that sex is on the brain and that's all they want. So this is not somebody who's serious about trying to get to know you. And the big one, you guys, with the weed at is are they asking you questions about yourself? And not just in the beginning, but as a progression goes on. And not just what do you do for work and how many kids you have. Those are the two big ones, but they should be asking more about you. Most of them won't, okay? You know why? Like we had a girl in the group kept saying, you know, I went on a date and he didn't really ask me anything. You know why he didn't ask you anything? Because he doesn't fucking care, all right? Because when somebody cares about meeting somebody and they're they're looking for something they're looking for a relationship or they're looking for a partner okay they're going to want to know who you are who the fuck are you they're not just going to go and sit at a table and eat a dinner and not ask you any questions okay if they have any kind of half a brain they're going to ask all right they want they're going to want to know who they're dealing with Who are you as a person? So if you go out with somebody or you have conversations with this person and they're not saying, they're not asking you about yourself, they're not interested. Okay. Or you could be dealing with a very self-absorbed, selfish person. And I've had friends deal with that. Okay. Dudes that they've met online with a guy would get on the phone with them, be nice but then talk for over an hour about himself, all right? If you're dealing with somebody who's like that, that's talking, uh, telling you stories about their work, telling you stories about their family, telling you stories about their dog, and they ask you one question, oh, do you have a dog, or whatever stupid question they come out with, you are dealing with a selfish person, okay? If the, the conversation is, you know, swaying where the majority of the conversation is just them talking about themselves or they're looking at you as the therapist or something like that, you are dealing with a selfish person and you better watch out because that person's going to waste your fucking time. All right? That's somebody that, you know, believe me, you don't want to deal with selfish people because they're all about themselves. They're probably a narc. You don't want to deal with that. Okay? So that's another red flag. The other thing is, Look if look at this look at the person that you're meeting have they ever been in a committed relationship you know you get a lot of them too and this happens on the dating apps you got a flood of them on the dating apps that never got married okay tons of them on the dating apps that never got married that are still out there you know in their 50s 60s even still playing the field and oh if I met the right woman no no because that's who you are that's your character all right A snake is still a snake. Even when it loses its skin or changes color, it's still a snake, all right? So it doesn't matter what age that person is. This is another misconception in dating that a lot of people have, okay? They think, oh, because they're older, they already sowed their wild oats, you know, uh, they're different now. And this is another BS line that you get when you're out there dating. They'll say to you, You know, I used to be a player, but I'm not anymore. You know, I did everything I did. No, you're still a fucking player. You're still a fucking player because that's your basic character because you needed that outside validation, all right? You needed that outside validation. You weren't satisfied to be in a monogamous relationship. You needed that outside validation. So guess what? Guess what? You may get into a relationship with somebody, but you're always going to need that outside validation. And believe me when I tell you, because I've seen it time and time and time and time again. All right. So I'm, I'm I'm telling you from experience, from the people that I've seen. All right. If they tell you, well, you know, I used to be like that. I'm not like that anymore. You could trust and believe they're still like that. All right. That's their basic character. All right. It's like a tiger is still a tiger. All right. A frog is still a frog, whatever. That's a bad example. But you know what I'm trying to say here, okay? And especially when you're dealing with somebody, you know, later on and they're still doing the same thing. That's their pattern. That's their character. That's who you got, okay? You're not going to change these people. Believe me when I tell you, all right? They may really like you and they may change a little bit in the beginning, but guess what's going to happen, They're going to divert back to their old ways. And why is that? Because that's their basic character. And this is what I'm trying to tell you. You want to look into somebody's character. Who is this person? Not what comes out of their mouths because people lie and they're good liars and they're convincing. Okay. But you're going to look at their pattern over a period of months till you really know who these people are. Okay. So I hope that helps you. And if it does, please hit the subscribe button. Please share the podcast. These are just a couple of um, things I wanted to bring up with when I talk about, you know, the weed out and everything like that. All right. There's many more. So I hope that helps you. Don't forget, hit the subscribe button. Have a great day. Hi, you guys. I just want to make you aware that the Game Exposed podcast now has their merchandise available. You can check out the link in the podcast description. There's hoodies, there's sweatpants, there's t-shirts, there's cool hats. So go check it out. Link is in the podcast description. And follow Yaz on Instagram at dating underscore advice underscore Yaz. Hi, you guys, it's Yaz, and I want to tell you about my two books on Amazon. The first book is Regain Your Power. It's all about power and relationship. Who has the power in the relationship? And it goes into all of that, okay? The other book is Signs He's Not Into You, He's Wasting Your Time, okay? Check it out. It gives you a lot of good clues as to whether you're with somebody who's a real one or somebody who's just going to waste your time. You could read them both with Kindle's free trial membership. So check it out. Link is in the podcast description.